Blog Talk Radio. Good Saturday, everyone. Welcome to One Love Rising, our podcast for our awakening and our consciousness. Uh, my name is Heidi Little, and I am uh, co-hosting with Bob Challenger, who will be arriving any moment. For our guest today, we've got Shannon Crossbear um, from the Board of International Children's Month, and I'm looking really forward to talking with her. Let me tell Bob, we're on. We had a huge switch around of guests yesterday and time changes and all kinds of stuff, so just working it out now. So uh, I'm going to bring on... Oh, whoa. Hi, <laughs> Shannon, are you there? I am can here. Hear oh, I can right hear you. On. Hi. Hi. Good to have are you. Are you sorry uh, to keep you waiting? <laughs> no worries. No worries. So Saturday morning. So you know, <laughs> Saturday morning in our oneness as we try and navigate opiate crises and healing our families and restoring and receiving and. All that good stuff. Shannon, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your yourself right now and the work you've been doing in the world, please. Can you let everyone know? Oh, sure. Um, so uh, just as an introduction, my name is Shannon Crossbear. My English name is Shannon Crossbear. My uh, Ojibwe name is Wabagonese. Um, I am located on the shores of Lake Superior, in the uh, northernmost point of northeastern Minnesota, on the Canadian, the Ontario-Minnesota border. Um, So that gives you where I am in the physical world. Um, the, The work that I do in the world is really around promoting um, gentle healing. I say both demonstrating and promoting because I think we're all in that process together. So how that Mm -hmm. gets expressed in the world is is in a variety of different ways. I work for an organization called Change Matrix, which is really about uh, systems change. Um, I also do a lot of work that is focused on our mental uh, and emotional well-being, um, including... uh, work around substance use disorders. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. I do in the world. Um, mm-hmm. And and I work with a lot of other uh, individuals who are um, about that as well, who are in this process of helping us to usher in a new story, um, a story about hope and a story about the good things that are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Um, <clears throat> looks like Bob is joining us now, so that's good. Bob, are you there? Howdy, howdy, Heidi, and hello, Shannon. Nice to hear your voice. Hi, it's nice to hear your voice, Bob. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> so gentle healing, what a beautiful thing. So different than rock bottom or bottoming out or, you know, the the isolation, desperation, and fear, the anxiety, the loneliness, the homelessness the poverty, the destructive forces, the lack of creation or discreation that kind of goes along for families 
um, who have people in their lives who are having substance issues. And, um, you know, Bob and I talked about 2020 and, and, the, and the vision, you know, and Shannon and I have also talked about this. So we wanted this to be just kind of like an introductory session on um, just kind of the, what we're dealing with uh, in North America with um, – the, with the opiate um, crisis and how we can begin to transform that. And our hope is to bring on various different types of remedies and, and different paths people can try. Because, Shannon, would you agree that, it, and Bob also, we all have experiences with people in our lives who have had substance issues. And so uh, would you agree that there is no really two um, two addicts alike, right? There's kind of like a like a different way forward for, for each person. What do you think about that? Uh, oh, absolutely. There, are, <clears throat> there. First of all, there are many, 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 many roads to recovery. And that's a story mm-hmm. that we don't tell. Um, we, mm-hmm. we tend to tell, we tend to tell, the, and there is the reality of the fact that mm-hmm. um, we are in a crisis when it comes to uh, substance use disorders. The current one, of course, is around the opioids because of the power of that particular drug to um, to intercept our way of thinking and our being and to harm our spirit. And so, mm-hmm. but but there are always, you know, there have continued to be, and this is a there's a deeper, you know, a deeper issue about, you know, healing and uh, that we need to all be about. And so. You know, with this substance use, you know, and the just the devastation that happens to families is, you know, we know some things now that we didn't know before. Um, mm-hmm. Things like we know about the science of kindness. And I say science because, you know, that it is based in science. We have learned about, you know, things that some of us have intuitively or generationally or ancestrally known for a long time but all of us are waking up to the fact now we know that you know if something is true it's going to be true on all dimensions including that you know that scientific dimension but we know that kindness you know and love and support and understanding and our human connection um, are really whatever pathway, wherever you find that so that you can find your way to recovery. And there are millions of people who are in recovery. I mean, that's the story we don't tell. We do tell the story, and it is a true story, of how many people are not finding their way to recovery. And perhaps, you know, Mm -hmm. we might think about when we narrow the pathways to recovery, thinking mm-hmm. that one way is better than the other. The objective mm-hmm. is for people to live healthy, happy lives and to be contributing mm-hmm. members to this wonderful um, relationship we have with the earth and all its beings. But the pathway to that can be very different for different people. And so we should be supporting all of those pathways and not limiting um, because the science may not have caught up with the um, the particular pathway. Truth, truth. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally no. agree, Shannon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
and I have a number of friends who I know who had serious addictive um, incidences in their life, and they have found a way to, you know, get rid of the addictions and live a, a normal life. So it is possible, absolutely. And it's interesting to me, Bob, because, you know, kind of from the the really um, earliest of times, that we know that each one of those pathways seems to have a spiritual element that is involved. Yes. And mm-hmm. so, um, so I, I read something many, many years ago. I think I was like uh, 18 at the time. So it was, it was when we were just beginning to have to to change the story and the conversation around addiction. And at that time, we just had changed the law. And prior to that time, you know, if you were uh, drunk, it was a legal issue. Um, It wasn't considered a medical issue. But it got included as a medical diagnosis. Um, And and because of that, then we all had to, uh, to deal with it differently, right? And so those were kind of the early days of, okay, so if this is a disease and not a moral shortcoming, then how then do we begin to um, to treat disease, right? And so there was all kinds of things that kind of sprung up during that period of time. And up to that point in time, the only successful in in, well, I think this is important because it, it can let people know the only successful intervention was either a religious experience or a program that was just beginning in the uh, uh, mid uh, 50, late 50s to 60s, and that was Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so the, and and of course that was based had a strong spiritual base to it. So, you know, so we advanced, we came, we were were all this place forward thinking, you know, like then the 70s came and people had, they had uh, places where people could get detoxified, whether it was from drugs or alcohol. And then they had treatment facilities that popped up and, you know, with varying degrees of success. And they had, you know, all these different modalities that kind of came forward and yet, you know, it doesn't. We have not made a dent in the uh, percentage of people who are suffering from um, addictions. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so I think it. You know, so and all the approaches. You know, all the, uh, you know, the hard uh, sit them down and and confront them approaches, all the um, lock them up approaches, all the, all the various approaches have had <laughs> limited success. So mm-hmm. what we do know, yeah. we, we do know that the other thing, I, and I think it's important that we also do know we have all these people in the world that have not only found their way to a physical sobriety, but are, you know, amazing 
parts of our collective healing. And and I think that, you know, like even in, and I, I think you're right, in all of our families, we all know, I mean, this is something that cannot touch us all. In certain communities, it's so pervasive, you know, in our tribal communities because of the wounding that we've experienced that it's so pervasive that, you know, it's, it, it, you're just, you're steeped in it in a daily basis. It's taken mm-hmm. a little bit longer time for that to go out to all communities, but now it's represented everywhere, no matter what your uh, cultural affiliation or your social economic being or, you know, any of that. It's all, it's affected mm-hmm. all of us, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so the, I was, the, first, the first thing we need to know, Heidi, is we're in this together, right? Yeah, right, exactly. And the old the old saying of, you know, turn your back and let them deal with it, you know, that doesn't work. That's why we have all these people on the streets, all these people's children that aren't taken care of, all these families that said, no, we can't do this. We don't support them. Don't give them anything. <laughs> Just like... You know, and personally, I tried every tactic that I heard. I tried every single one, and they all failed, with the exception of love, compassion, and action, like helping yeah. the person. Everyone, every other one failed, and it and just prolonged the suffering. So, I think people people don't need to per- continue to perpetuate the suffering for themselves and their loved ones. And I think also we should address mindset of people who are helping people who have these addictions. It's really easy to imagine, you know, that, oh, they're locked in and they're never going to get off. Oh, you know, something really bad's going to happen because they're out at night and they're, they're hanging out with, with the wrong crowd and, you know, this, that, and the other. Our thoughts are so powerful that if we can just hold the field of unconditional love for our people, whoever our person is, this is the game changer for me. This was the game changer. Holding a field of unconditional love, protection, care, and hope that the right people will come in, the right situations would present itself, the right thinking in their mind would happen. You know, and it's like... uh, it's it's a game changer. I, I've see, I've worked with someone who thought opposite and seen the destructive consequences. And I don't even know. And then the other thing I wanted to say is because of the of what you were saying about the indigenous peoples, I also saw a um, article that they arrested this one ring of people who were creating the drugs and targeting the reservation. Oh, yeah. Targeting the people. That is crazy. So, you know, putting up a united front of prayer to keep those people out, those those people based in trying to hurt other people, you know, it's like it's like a twofold kind of thing. It's like if we can send love and light and transformation and also keep a barrier up so that those people can't get in. You know, I was I was horrified when I read that because yeah, victimization. And, uh, hi, yeah, Heidi, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. hard for me because it's like mm-hmm. you know I know that you're horrified and many people in the world would be horrified. 
to mm-hmm. me, it's mm-hmm. just kind of the common knowledge, right? I mean, it's not any. I, I, so and I sorry. say that. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just our lack of understanding of what happens in our communities, you know. And and yeah, yeah. The, the good news around that is is that think about the resiliency yeah. of our people who have uh-huh. who are still here despite all that. Yeah. We're still here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and we're willing to be in it in terms of what are the solutions because there there needs yeah. to and, and and when you say hope and holding out, you know, the, that vision for a better outcome um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When all else seems, you know, has fallen away and you think that mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. no hope, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you there's hope. And and the reason mm-hmm. I, and I don't, I'm not just here to say, oh, there's hope, yay, yay, you know, in a Pollyannish mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. way. I had to mm-hmm. go through that with my family and to watch the mm-hmm. devastation and to mm-hmm. see uh, one of my sons in a, in a, in a hospital with, no basis in this reality in a psychosis that seems mm-hmm. to not be um having any uh any any real um opportunity to you know to think that we would see better days right yeah um, sure yeah and, mm-hmm. and uh trying to live with that reality or making a conscious decision to Number one, utilize some of our traditional interventions, and mm-hmm, number mm-hmm. two, um, and then the second thing was the most powerful statement that someone made to me, and that was to see him well. Yes. And I, so I held that image, and we did our ceremonies, and we, you know, we were. Now, would those ceremonies ever be supported by a, a Western? Uh, construct no no they wouldn't mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they don't understand mm-hmm. them and they do, have never taken the time to understand them and yet mm-hmm. you know they offer a, a possible um, another path to recovery for many many mm-hmm. people you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is to, <clears throat> to do things like bring them back to the original trauma and you know the woundedness of their spirit to call that spirit back to have that spirit mm-hmm. integrated. So I want to fast forward right to that that devastating you know place of you know no hope, um, and mm-hmm. all the way to the current day where this same young person, you know, mm-hmm. has a business, mm-hmm. employs mm-hmm. many other people, is mm-hmm. happily married, has two mm-hmm. healthy children. Owns mm-hmm. his mom. I mean, just Yay. you know, helps his mom out occasionally. Um, so you know, right those are <laughs> those are things that um, are you know, and, and you know, in the psychosis, I couldn't bring him to our reality, right? I couldn't mm-hmm. bring him to a mutual reality because when his psychosis which was very much like many psychosis. There's, you know, there's that obsession with something, and his was mathematical. And so there was lots of mathematical equations, and 
and they were there there's always an element of truth in there but there's also the inability to connect right that sort of psychosis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so i you know what helped me was not some western intervention in that moment no what mm-hmm. helped me mm-hmm. was not some psychiatrist some psychologist what helped me was another family member who had went through a similar experience and and right. i and i know when i talked to her and her husband who had not really wasn't really kind of in the supportive field but he was i i told him i needed a math joke right and mm-hmm, so he gave mm-hmm. me a math joke cuz i don't i'm not a mathematician and i don't know math jokes but i thought that maybe if i could find a way to find my son in his delusion and in his psychosis that maybe I could help bring him to um, this reality. So Very practical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. next day, you know, I get there and he's into infinity and beyond, and I say to him, hey, I said, you know that, that math, um, that equation, you know, um, pi r squared, and I got his attention because now I was talking in what appeared to be a mathematical term, you know, right, and uh, right. and so so he looks at me and and I said, well, I'm here to tell you that pi are not square, cornbread are square, <laughs> pi are round, <laughs> and <brilliant>. yes, and <laughs> he laughed, <laughs> and he laughed, Good. and I'll tell you that moment that he laughed, we were in mm-hmm. the same reality. Wow! Woohoo! Yeah. What a powerful story. Yeah. That's the power, So when we think think about, yeah, when we think about where our help is going to come from, where our relief is going to come from, where our healing is going to come from, it comes from moments like that. It does. Wow. It does. I I drove my son around and went through the paces of his daily life. Yeah. And as I went around with him, in his reality, I sent love everywhere. I met all the people that he was around. I, I, I tried to bring love and joy to every person that I met who was also afflicted with the same affliction. And, yeah. and you know, spoke of hope, right, in that moment. But I met them, you know, person to person. There was no, like, I'm better than you, holier than thou, or I have a different position. No, I met them at their level. And, yeah. and got into their reality and not in a, like, a, 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 hey, I'm here, get out of the way kind of way, but just, you know, hi, I, I'm i a new friend. What's going on? You know? And I think you're yeah. exactly right. If we can get in there somehow into the life they've created within themselves, yeah, then we can I help totally lift agree. them out of it. Yes. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, get down into – the level of where they are with love and compassion mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. communicate with I get it was brilliant of your joke about I know I and he doesn't even know what a hero, right? Like but I tried to uh-huh. explain to it, but I know he doesn't even know what a hero he was. Because he Aww. gave me something that allowed me to connect. And, yeah. you know, and now we have a different reality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It, and, and that's it. So so we're coming to a close on the show. Um, 
we're going to have more conversations about um, opiate salvation, I suppose, opiate recovery, opiate transformation. And uh, Stan and Crosshair, um, we love you. We thank you. We respect you. Sending many blessings to your family. And thank you for sharing your story and your uh, some of your experiences. And hopefully we can have you back on, yeah? You come back on in 2020. Sure. I always like talking to you guys. <laughs> oh, okay. It's so fun. Well, yeah, yeah hope, hope is my favorite words. word overall. Mm-hmm. Hope is mm-hmm. my favorite word. Hope. I live in the village, which used to, Cambridge, Ontario, which used to be called the village of New Hope. And I also was mm-hmm. a um, on a committee of the Hope Temple in uh, north of Toronto, and I was a guide there and also was uh, on the executive committee for a while. But anyway, hope is real, and we need to give people that hope when we speak with them, that there is hope. We can yeah. change things. So anyway, thank you so much, Shannon. Yes. You have oh, brilliant thank, insights. Thank you, Bob. Mm-hmm. So good to hear your voice. Yeah. And Heidi, we love All right, you. guys. Oh, gosh. I love you guys so much. To the moon and back. And to all our listeners. Hold the light, hold the Im- image of the of the healthy, happy person that you know is there. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of various ways to support, and we hope to bring you more ways, you know, to help. And uh, so in the name of love and light, you have been listening to One Love Rising. Please share the love and tell your friends and family about this show and what we're bringing to the table special guests like Shannon Crossbear. And thank you, Bob, for always showing up You're with welcome. me and keeping me on track here. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. So, bless okay. everyone. You, we're listening to One Love Rising, and here we grow. Thank you. Here, here we, we grow. grow. Okay. Love That's you guys. Well.